Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we love to give a voice to the women whose story is moving, meaningful, and compelling. Today's guest is Dr. Liz Dobbins. Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. So you came as a referral from a mutual friend. I'm excited to get to know you on the show. Some guests I have met before, most I have not. So this is a great opportunity for us to connect and for me to introduce you to my universe of listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I am an entrepreneur, I am a mother, I am a wife, I am a community activist. Um, I've been involved in all kinds of projects over the course of my lifetime, which are really here to better the lives of humanity, and my focus has primarily been with women. I love everything you just said. We are going to get along just fine. Well, let me ask you more about your community activism. So, um, you know, I'm just a person that believes that we're here to help each other. And that's, I think that is the reason why we're on the planet. And, you know, I, you know, over the course of my adult life, I've been more and more exposed into the inequities amongst race. I've been exposed to populations that most people have forgotten about and through my course of my life um, I've really been you know I've reached my hand into the homeless population the you know food you know people needing food and like that type of issue one of the ones that I'm really aware of right now and involved with has to do with um, trafficking and human trafficking particularly here in the city of Oakland so um, you know I believe that I'm here to really you know bridge a lot of gaps between communities and create awareness around things. And it's something that really um, inspires me, you know, because I believe inherently we're here, like I said, to help each other. And I also believe that we want to help each other. And sometimes it takes, um, you know, someone sh showing the light on things to get people inspired and know that they can make a difference from the micro to the macro. I love everything that you just said. So I too believe that our life's purpose is to serve, live in service to others. That's, that's, we definitely have that in common. Um, what a powerful cause that you're involved with now. Um, I know that's a big issue. I didn't realize it was, you know, specific to Oakland that there are some serious issues there. I know we have that on this side of the Bay as well. So thank you for your you know, contributions and your thoughtfulness in that regard. That is a big, big, bad deal. Um, I don't know how we're going to stop that. You know, we need other people to be willing to act with courage and to speak out where they're not sure. So ask, you know, be willing to step in and say, this, this looks not very right to me. Um, and, and reach out and ask or report or share or make a call. Uh, so thank you for what you do. It sounds like you're involved in a lot of meaningful causes. And I believe that we, um, if more people were like you, we could definitely move the needle at a better pace. So uh -huh. let me ask you of all these wonderful things that you do, what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? So um, I own the Shine Center for Wellbeing in downtown Oakland. And um, I... 
a, I was a, I am a traditionally trained chiropractor that never actually practiced anything related to that traditional chiropractic path. Um, I've specialized in this area called network spinal, which is a quantum quantum approach to healing, which has to do with, you know, quantum physics and how it organizes in the body and that sort of thing. And, um, so the work I do is very transformational for people. And like I said, I primarily have worked with women throughout my career. And, um, you know, really, you know, it has to do with a woman coming home to herself and really having full loving acceptance of who she is to the core and being able to live from that place. So from that place of authenticity, expression, leadership, personal power, you know, all of those things. And it's, you know, it's been a delight to help so many women over the years. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the next chapter as things are evolving in my own world too. But yeah, so for many years, that's what I've been doing. And it's been a delight. So I want to ask you, I am very drawn to what you just said. Um, I've never been to the Shine Center. I'm pretty sure I'm going to put that on my things to do um, as soon as I can get out of the house as we're released from this shelter in place. I believe in everything you just said. I teach women how to love themselves, own their stories, tell their stories, embrace their authentic selves and be, you know, see vulnerability as a strength. Uh, so I'm very drawn to everything you've just said since the, the hello. You had me at hello. <laughs> so I look forward to getting know, to know you and to learn more about the Shine Center. What along your journey has been your proudest professional accomplishment? Proudest professional accomplishment. Um, I would say that um, a couple of years ago, I led this retreat that was really really unique and um it was the beginning of the teaching of um what i'm doing now like a lot of the central focus of what i'm doing now and there was a group of women that were on this retreat and we you know there was just like this incredible synergy that happened in the group which always happens on retreats because that's why we do retreats because magic happens you know but this one was special in the way that all of these women got very, very connected to the power of their feminine sensuality and how that could be the source of power in their life. And it's something that um, was so, so, um, it's very, it was very out of the box. It was very much stretching the culture of what has been acceptable for women because we've had so much of the patriarchal influence trying to dim our light and trying to put us in boxes and trying to contain that which is naturally ours. And to watch a group of women go through what I would call a tribal revival um, of the feminine and the reclamation of the feminine to the degree that they did was um, nothing short of just felt like I was just witnessing something that was so sacred and so um, ancient. And to be able to merge those, all of the energies, because everything, I always look at everything through energetics, it's my training and that's just how I work. Um, 
but I was just watching the energy um, of the group and watching each individual do a reclamation of her personal self on such a profound, deep level. And then, then watching how it went out into her life, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, many of these women I still um, work with or, you know, are still in contact with and how that's just completely shaped who they are. And this was just a matter of a couple of days that that level of transformation took place. And, you know, it is glorious to witness. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Um, for me to watch a woman come home to herself and her own power and to her own expression is like, um, you know, it's like one of the best things that I experience in life. It's just like, yes, because I know when that happens, she's going to treat herself better. She's going to put her own needs first because once she realizes that when she's taken care of, she can actually take care of what I call the field, meaning anything around her, the energetic field around her with more resource. So that means that her family is going to be affected positively. Her friends are going to be affected positively. Her, her work or, or her business or whatever that she's up to, her leadership and her community is going to have a positive impact when she has been able to really come into herself into this resource that um, is hers. So I love this. So this is really, really great. Um, <clears throat> we talk about self-care, but people think that means manicures. That's not what you're talking about. Um, self-care, it might be. I mean, it might be if, you're, if you take delight in that and take time out to, you know, really get centered during your manicure. But I think what you're talking about, love of self versus just self-care, but love of self with a capital S and really yes. finding who that woman is, loving that woman, and then sharing this empowered, better self with the world. Uh, I am all about that. And I cannot wait to get to the Shine Center and learn more firsthand. Um, I am one of those women that I feel is self-actualized. Uh, I've studied Buddhism. I meditate. I, you know, I used to exercise regularly. But I was faced with a personal crisis two years ago without going into too much detail about me. Um, I ended up being the caregiver for my mother who has Alzheimer's and wow. didn't know how to manage the stress that comes along with that, the unexpected stress. Like I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, and I didn't handle that well. And the cortisol, you know, kicked in and the energy, you know, drained and the weight gained and you know, so I need to find the woman I was before this happened and learn how to better manage the stress that's now a part of my um, everyday life. So I, I look to people like you. I believe in the energy system as well and that we are all made of energy and that's very powerful. And, and I, I'm so glad that you're on the show today. Like, so most of my guests, I don't know. Some I do. You, I didn't know anything about. I try not to study the guest before so that this is a genuine revealing and connection. But I am so on board with everything you just said. Not on board, but in board. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's in me. I get it. I get it. You're, you're unveiling and revealing a woman's truest self and then empowering her in ways until she can empower herself to be that woman and love that woman. So um, amazing. I, I think that I should ask who was your mentor or inspiration or who got you to where you are? Oh, there's been many. Um, one of my favorite people is Mama Gina, who's Regina Thomas Hauer. 
Um, she is just, she is a, she's, you know, just such a champion for women. And I consider myself a champion for all women. That's, you know, really who I am at my core. And her leadership and her radical, radical feminism in the way that she um, really teaches women to, you know, and it's funny because we are so aligned in what we're doing because a lot of the work that I do here um, with working with women has to do with being able to not only expand a person's emotional system, but also to be able to learn how to navigate the emotions that are very tricky and hard. And, you know, Mama Gina offers all kinds of tools for women to keep themselves clean, you know, keep themselves energetically clean and emotionally clean and connected. And so her work and my work is just like, it, you know, really goes hand in hand. And, you know, we have different languages for it, but you know, just really, she's just, um, you know, she's a sister to all women and her work and her trainings and all of her workshops have done nothing but life changing, you know, and I've been wow. on the transformation train for like 20 some years and her work by far stands out as the most impactful. Where is she? She's based out of New York and um, she is no longer doing live events as of right now. She actually last year, I guess, was her last live event. But, you know, when somebody um, does an event, like one of the things that she would do, she would just kind of do like a free weekend, you know, kind of thing to get an introduction to taste of her work. And you literally had thousands of women showing up and some that had driven all the way across the country to be in that room with her. And they had stated, you know, when they would share, they're like, I've never been able to do her program, but being in her presence has changed my life so much that I come every year. Wow. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's really saying something that people I are willing do. Yeah. Well, so, um, I would love to learn more about her and how she impacted your life. Um, did she, did, like, does she work regularly with you? Do you know her? Or is this someone who inspired you, you know, indirectly? I've just done as many programs and trainings with her as I can. Yeah, <laughs> so I, can. I know her personally. You know, I don't like call her on the phone or anything, even though that would be wonderful. But um, no, she's just been like someone that as soon as I, I heard of her 20 years ago, she always stayed in my mind and then she cycled back into my experience and my awareness, you know, within the last five years. And then once that happened, I just dove in and got into her work and started meeting several people that had done her programs and worked with her and et cetera. And I was like, you know how it is. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, powerful. Oh, you're supposed to go do this work, you know? Exactly. It's very powerful. It becomes, it, it's not that it becomes a calling. It always was a calling. You just recognize the calling. I get it. I get it. So that's super great. A lot of the guests, when I ask that question, it's someone they worked with or someone they know. It's really great to hear that there's someone that you have not met personally who has had such a really big impact on your life and career. Um, I like that story. I want to read more about her, get to know her work. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to getting to know you better and what the shine center does um i teach a class called feminism what it is and what it isn't and i think you'd be great as a guest speaker or a um you know co-presenter or what have you 
Well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> yeah. I personally have this strong belief that women need to lift women up and all too often the women who have not experienced what you speak of, the self-love, the love of self, they are not putting um, themselves in a position to lift other women. In fact, they are often operating out of fear and putting other women down. So I try to encourage those women. I give them one or two shots and then I'm moving on. But I, I, cause, cause I want to work with the willing, right? You want to work with the women who want to find their highest and best selves and then work to lift other women up. How do you recommend we do that? Even if it's not a, you know, big scheme or plan, what is something we can do on a day-to-day -day basis to support other women? Well, I also just want to cycle back to what you said, because um, we're so on the same plane here that I always say that behind every great woman is five other great women. I so, love it. Right? Exactly. Like we so need each other. We are wired to be there for each other in the way of sisterhood. And so when you say your question was, you know, what can somebody do every day? There's so many things. One is, I mean, I'll give you, how about if I give you two? Absolutely. So, okay, I'll give you two. One is, is for a woman to really learn how to connect to her pleasure. So even the most meaningless tasks, learning to have pleasure and joy and, um, you know, the experience of this pleases me. You know, when that happens, our wiring in our brain goes into a certain pattern, which a lot of the work that I do has to do with patterning and neurology and, and the mind and mind body. So anytime that we're connected to something that pleases us, our whole brain fires up in a different way. And not to mention that we get, you know, pleasurable chemicals, serotonin and dopamine, those types of things start to come into our system as well. But the other thing is to put our lens on other women. So I like to just think about like, we're, we need to upright each other. So, you know, I'm constantly in connection with many, several different women that are close to me and how we, we just, we keep each other going higher and we help keep each other with our tanks full. And, you know, by really, you know, praising each other because the world patriarchal culture wants to bring us down. You know, they want to keep us in a certain level and like all of our negative messages that we get around our age, our bodies and all this stuff that comes in through um, the media and that sort of thing. I just feel like it's so important that with our sisters that we say, I see you, you're beautiful, you are perfect, you are wonderful, you're doing a great job. It's okay if you messed up you know, I still love you. I still see your greatness and your magnificence and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but I feel like really sisterhood is such an important component of a woman's well-being and on the daily. So that and pleasure, <laughs> I would I say. are. I think I've said the phrase, I love that a lot of times on this podcast, but I mean that I feel it. I am, we are very much on the same page with all of this. I will say you re you mentioned pleasure and joy. Mm -hmm. And I often point out to people that, especially in this country, um, we all too often know entertainment, but not true joy. And the mm -hmm. fact that you focus on true joy, 
I mean, that goes with you wherever you are, if you have done the work. So right. it's very powerful what you're doing. Um, I can't wait to learn more. I mean, this is just, it, it was such a surprise. So honestly, the person who introduced you to me introduced you as a chiropractor. And so this is like all delightful new information. Not that there's anything wrong with chiropractors, but we have a certain image of what that means, what they do, who they are. And this is not at all that. This is so much more aligned with the work that I am passionate about and my life's purpose um, that you will, this is not the last you'll hear from me. I'll just put it that way. So that's exciting. Yeah, I have big plans for you. So what has been your biggest challenge or setback and how did you overcome that? Oh my goodness. Um, Biggest challenge or setback? Well, honestly, a couple of years ago, I'm trying to give you a date, but let's just put it in this scan of about four years ago, maybe. Yeah, about four years ago. Um, I really hit a place of just total and pure exhaustion as, you know, as many entrepreneurial moms or whether you're a mom or not. I mean, we just, we um, burn ourselves out. And my own thing with that was, you know, the reason why it was the biggest challenge is that it felt very incongruent for me to be teaching wellness, self-care, self-love, and all these things, and I couldn't even keep up with my own, or I didn't, um, I didn't really know what was going on, but I basically, you know, had gone through major, major big things in my life with no, with no stop for like probably about 12, 10, 12 years, just, you know, did a doctorate, started a business, you know, started a family, boom, boom, boom. So I had two little kids and I'm like managing all these things and just got really, really, really so depleted. And, you know, and then you throw in just the season of life of perimenopause and hormones are doing this and all this kind of thing. And I just felt really, really exhausted and I didn't know what was going on. And it took me a couple of years to find out the key components from hormones and things that were happening in that department. And then also, I mean, I'm a healthy person. I, you know, I exercise three or four times a week. I eat well, I do all the right things, but it it would have never seemed that way. And, um, and then I, about over a year ago, I, you know, how, like we were just talking about how things show up when you're supposed to see them and then they keep showing up. Well, that happened around a book that I read that changed my life forever and really has been the catalyst for my health just to jump back into a range of, like, I feel really great most of the time. I'm 48. I have a ton of energy. Um, I'm optimistic most of the time. I'm able to execute on things that are ideas where what I found the hardest part for me, my breaking point, the hardest part of you know, your question was, my pain point was having a ton of ideas and having a ton of vision, a ton of hope that I wanted to instill into the field for what's possible for people and women and what I wanted to do, but having no energy to back that up. Um, like the physical energy, the correct emotional energy, the correct thought energy, could, could just couldn't do it, couldn't execute on it because I was so fatigued. And, um, you know, through the course of changing my life, I was also teaching this work that I do at a university. I stopped teaching. I stopped 
traveling all the time. I was doing a ton of travel. I just, I like got my life more back towards the basic basics and rebuilt myself. And it was painful. It was humbling. It was hard. There were a lot of tears. There was a lot of self-judgment that I had to move through. And on the other side of it now, I feel, you know, I actually feel really emotional when you ask me this, but I just feel so grateful that I'm, I'm like, I basically feel like I'm coming back to life again and I can really continue on with what I have my vision for, you know, for my life and for other people that I want to positively impact. So I would say that was the hardest thing I've ever been through. Just so really I hard. Wanna, I want to say, first of all, thank you for that courage and wow. Um, that was amazing. Like I'm welling up with tears because I think I've never admitted this publicly because like you, I do this work for others, but I think that I've been like a runaway train lately and I'm hanging on to the back bumper of the caboose, banging my body on the tracks while it races down the tracks. Um, so I too welled up with tears when you were talking. Um, and I kept thinking, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I feel like that, I was wondering if that's for you because you were telling your story, but then I started to think maybe that's for me. Maybe I'm the student in this, um, you know, because I'm the podcast host and, the, and I own the business that runs this. I usually put myself in the place of the teacher, but I think with your story and the way it impacted me viscerally, like totally, you're, it was palpable what you were going through. I, I relate at a, at a cellular level. So we should definitely talk more after, but yes, what a courageous woman you are. And I'm so glad that you uh, moved through that. And I always say almost on every podcast, we win or learn, we never lose. So I see that you learned a lot and now you're sharing that with the rest of the world, women especially. And we need that. We need that. We need people who focus on women, um, I do have men who are at the table as allies and champions for our various causes. But when I offer to help, it is to help women not become the men, but become who they really are and then change the world to accept those women as they should be accepted for who they really are. Um, so you and I are very much aligned. I wanted to ask you the name of the book that changed your life. You said you read uh. If you recall, if not, that's okay. We'll put it in the blog that I write after. For, for health, like what changed my physical health? Well, you said you read a book that had changed your life. Um, pretty yeah. powerful. Yeah, it was, it's called The Plant Paradox, actually. And um, it's written by Dr. Gundry. And it was one of those that my husband actually bought it for me. And was like, I think you should read this book. And he had heard like a, like a podcast with him, with um, Dr. Gundry. I think you should read this book. And he buys me the book. And then it sits there and it sits there and whatever. And then one day I just like pick it up and I'm completely blown away because I've, I've always just been like, you know, I eat healthy, I eat organic, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, diet is not my issue, right? You know? And then I read his book and I realized, oh my goodness, like I think that my, my body is reacting to all of this food that I'm eating, even though it's quote unquote healthy, quote unquote healthy. And let me, let me put one other thing in here. 
when I hit my, my point where I was like, I just don't know what to do. I was getting out of bed and my feet hurt so bad. And it was starting, they were just burning. My feet were burning up into my ankles. And I'm a doctor. I know a lot about health and the internal workings of, a, of the body. It's where I've spent a lot of time. And this just made no sense to me. And when um, I read his book, I immediately jumped on his plan and my whole body just changed dramatically. So I don't know. I've been on this little bit of a soapbox with him that anybody that will listen, I'm like, you got to read this book because it's changed my life and my health so dramatically. And so many people that I know that have had you know, stuff that they cannot put their finger on, like why they're, they're not feeling great. They jump on this plan and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, XYZ symptom has cleared up, you know, like some of them very severe. So um, anyway, well, so of course, that's such a compelling endorsement. I have to buy this book immediately. Please do, and I want to hear all about it. I, 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 hope, I, well, I hope I have that transformation as you did. So I'll put the book in the blog that I write and an Amazon link to buy the book for others who are listening and who will read about you in the blog. Well, um, I want to ask you, so I always pull from my magic box of meaningful questions. I pull a wild card question okay. and I just pulled a card. Literally, I don't even know what these cards say in advance. I pull it out and it's a surprise to me too. So Something you think is a big threat to human beings right now. Fear. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> Absolutely love you. I always say there are only two choices in life, fear or love. And That's fear right. is represented right. through anxiety and love through peace of mind. And You are my kind of woman. This has just been amazing. What a fantastic podcast guest. I hope to um, shine a light on your good work in a, 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 an additional way beyond this podcast. Uh, maybe introduce you to my network. Um, I think you're wonderful. You're wonderful. So folks, this Thanks. podcast is audio only, so you don't see the guests. Oftentimes the guests will leave their video on, and it's powerful for me to see how they communicate through body language, facial expression, I literally see when tears well up and nose, noses get a little rosy. So um, you are one genuine woman, and I am honored to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice to be here today. Well, you're not going to go far. I'm not going to let you go too far. So if people want to reach you, how can they reach you? Um, my website, Dr. Liz Dobbins, D-R-L-I-Z-D-O-B-B-I-N-S. DrLizDobbins.com is the best way. Perfect. Very or good. On social media. Mm -hmm. So are you on LinkedIn? Because I'll put that in the blog as well. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. Look at you. You're out there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to share all of that in the blog that I write, which should be available on my website within 48 hours. And then I'll let you look at it, make sure if there are any edits or not. And then I'll share it to LinkedIn where you can then reshare to your network if you'd like. So it's my pleasure and honor to have you on the show. I'm so glad we made this work. Yes. Thank you so much. And please let me know if there's any way that I can support you. If you have any questions about, you know, the book or anything else, because I know that as women, you know, as we get healthier and we get shinier, we get brighter then we do really great stuff in the world. 
Yes, yes. And as we shine so brightly, we need to be careful of burnout. So I'm going to be calling you for sure. So thank you so much again for being here. And folks, thanks for listening in. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.